Are you someone who can trust yourself at a restaurant? The chef may be a bit heavy handed that day and put, I don't know, two tablespoons of butter instead of one. Less food consumed is lowering the calories, meaning that you're more likely to be hitting your goals for that day um, and not overeating. The other thing is don't go hungry to a restaurant. You could think about how you feel now and you know, I'm missing out on that cake or you could think about how you're going to feel or how you want to feel in the future. It's not the food that is giving you the experience. It's being present and being with the people. One meal is not going to end the world. Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and today you are joining me solo for an episode where the other coaches are not present. So Sadie and Nick couldn't make it for this one. I was going to wait till next week, but I decided that it will put me back a little bit. So rather than recording two next week, here I am on my own. And the reason why I'm telling you this bit is because it's a little bonus tip. It's not what this episode is about. But for anyone who's like, you know, basically being stopped in their tracks by things that they want to do or stopped in their tracks when they're trying to do things they want to do by external things that they don't have control over, you have to push on. You can't let barriers or everything that is a perceived barrier stop you. You just have to roll with the punches sometimes and just get on with it. You can always put things off and kick the can further down the road. And that is something that just keeps happening. So when things like this happen, it's important just to get on with it and do your best rather than wait for the perfect scenario. Anyway, now that that little bit is out, let me get on with the main content for this episode. So this episode is all about eating out. So what this is, is a guide to eating out. Um, and in this guide, we're going to be going through quite a few different things. But this is mainly for anyone who is trying to lose weight or on a deadline of like a goal they're trying to achieve or they eat out a lot and they want to stay in shape. This is not for like, you know, one-off advice when you're just going out to eat for the random one-off time or someone who's just maintaining weight and happy with the way they are and their body shape and things like that. This is not for you guys. Like I said, this is for a very specific set of people. And the reason why I'm getting that out there is my first basically tip is to know yourself. So my my first tip when you before you go out to eat and you're trying to lose weight and things like that is know who you are. And the reason why I say that is there are plenty of people out there who have things like eating disorders and, you know, who have a poor relationship with their food and Some of the things I'm about to say in this um, episode may, you know, cause even more issues if you are that type of person. So that's why I'm saying clarifying who this episode is for. And also the first point I'm going to start with, the first tip that I'm going to start with is to know yourself, know who you are and know if this advice is one applicable to you and also depending on like who you are and I'll give you a few points on that is you'll be able to kind of take on board which piece of advice I'm about to give in this episode fits with you. So, for example, are you someone who can trust yourself at a restaurant? Like, are you someone who is trying to eat well right now, you're doing really well, but you know if you go out to eat, you're just going to derail your progress because you're someone who 
typically has a poorer relationship with food when you don't have full control over your nutrition. Are you very early in your journey? If you are, then maybe you're someone who possibly doesn't, shouldn't go out to eat at the moment or um, do something slightly different than going out to eat when you're socializing. This is not for everyone. You know, we're very big on everyone being able to do things like eat meals out, go out to eat with family and friends. You know, we're all about that. But you you got to know yourself. And like, you know, things like, can you stick to a, a game plan? Like if you plan ahead and you know that, you know, this is what I'm going to eat when I go out to eat or this is the restaurant I'm picking. Can you stick to what you have planned from at home? Or are you easily influenced by others? Some of these tips may not be applicable to you if you're easily influenced by others. If you are, then you may need to kind of be strategic about where you go to eat with certain friend groups. You know, the ones that push you to eat the chocolate cake when you really, really, not that you shouldn't, but that you may not want to. Do you see what I mean? So that is what I mean by all of this stuff. Like, do you need to kind of know ahead of time where you are going to eat? Or are you quite far adapted in your nutrition journey and you have a lot of nutrition knowledge where you could just pick off a menu any menu and just pick the healthiest option or do you need someone to guide you through that like a coach or you know do you need um, external advice on what's the best option for me and my goals to eat if these are all things you should be considering before you even go out to eat so once you do know yourself you know the type of person you are you've given this some thought then you can kind of proceed with the plan so First, what I'm trying to, what I'm going to get at is making a plan. So that's my next tip. And this tip very, like works really well for anyone who's tracking your calories. And if you don't know what tracking calories is, it's basically just almost like keeping a food diary. It's keeping a log of what's going into your mouth. And this is a very, very useful tool. Even if you're not tracking it accurately on MyFitnessPal, some sort of food diary is really good for anyone who's trying to lose weight because it just gives you some sort of accountability. Humans are notoriously bad at, you know, trying to guesstimate the amount of food you're eating. So I always recommend to everyone to keep some sort of food diary or track your calories like quite accurately, especially at the start of your journey for a considerable amount of time. And then... This may be for like two weeks or even longer, but tracking your calories definitely helps. And making a plan of action before you go out to eat really, really works well for anyone who is tracking their calories. But this advice is applicable for anyone who isn't tracking their calories as well. So what I would recommend to anyone is make a plan. Choose a restaurant, like choose or choose what restaurant you're going to eat at wisely. So it works in your favor. And what I mean by that is, if you're tracking calories, pick a restaurant that, you know, while your friends and everyone may be happy with, you also are happy with in terms of it. You can track it. You can track the calories as there's nutrition information available to you. Or if it's not quite available to you, um, you can make sensible choices based on the knowledge you have or pick alternative restaurants. So, for example, if you're going to a pizza place, you can pick a generic pizza place. Um, even though the place you're going to may not provide nutrition information, you know, a margarita pizza that's 12 inches usually is going to have similar calories to other restaurants who do provide information. So that sort of thing. And um, is it basically trackable? Is it calorie friendly? Is it 
something you and your friends are going to enjoy the taste of. That's the sort of thing I mean by choose your restaurant wisely. Then plan out what you're going to eat. So most restaurants nowadays, unless it's like a really, really fancy restaurant, and if it is one of those restaurants where it's, you're never, ever going to visit probably more than twice in a year, just forget this advice and enjoy yourself. Um, for everybody else, uh, you know, if you pick, if it's a restaurant that you commonly visit, you'll probably likely have an idea of what their menu's like or it's available online. So plan ahead, pick what you're going to eat, pick what works with your nutrition kind of guidelines or whatever you have in place of your targets and then kind of work back from there. And that, that's my next tip, work backwards. So say you plan to eat a large pizza, you know it's 800 calories, 900 calories, whatever, and you eat 2000 calories in a day, you know that if the pizza is 900 calories, you've got 1100 calories still to eat throughout the rest of the day. And you can plan your meals according to that. Normally, you may not eat a 900 calorie pizza plus other calories from other things, but you can plan ahead for that. You can then make the rest of your day a little bit like lowering calories or so on and so forth. And you can even adjust for macros. Like if you're going to have a really high fat meal in the evening, you can make sure the rest of your meals are not that heavy in fat. If that is the kind of way you're going with your tracking. And if you're not tracking calories and you're not doing that sort of thing, you can still plan ahead. So you can plan ahead to like, you know, eat something that you deem to be suitable for your nutrition. Um, and then you could still work backwards because you know what you're eating later in the day or even a week ahead if you really want to be, um, you know, be mindful of this. Then you can kind of make decisions ahead of time in terms of what you're going to eat the day, the day before, the day before that to allow for that meal to not make an impact on your goals. And what I mean by that is, like I said, I already gave the calorie example for that day. Like if you eat a certain number of calories and your calorie goal is 2000 to lose weight, you know, you need to subtract and do the maths on the day. But let's say you're going somewhere that is super indulgent. There's lots of food that you just want to try and you're going to smash out like a 2000 calorie meal in one night obviously you cannot starve yourself the whole day i know some people can and some people have the willpower to do it and it's just not the best way to approach nutrition to starve yourself to eat one meal but what you could do if you really really didn't want that meal to make an impact on your um, overall progress is adjust for that day extra of calories so let's say on that day you're going to eat a total of 3,000 calories but you need to hit 2,000 calories that day you're over by a thousand what you can do is for the rest of the days six days divide the thousand by six and subtract it off your 2,000 calories so what it does is then you've got your total weekly calorie goal you've actually met as opposed to you know not meeting your weekly calorie goal so calories are not always just about day to day. You can look at them as a weekly goal. I know that there is a point where that stops. You can't make it like a oh, monthly goal. <laughs> that's what, Well, you can if you really wanted to, but it's better just, you know, week is the maximum window I would probably go with. Um, and you can decide when that week starts or ends. So, you know, you, you may basically decide to go out to eat tonight and then you're like, oh, I haven't planned ahead for the week. You could do it the next week. Do you see what I mean? It's not... Your body doesn't know that it's Sunday today or Monday today or whatever day you're listening to this on. And it just knows how many calories are coming in and out as a whole over a general period of time. And you can adjust for that. So that's what I would do. 
damage control allow f- and also allow for that like kind of buffer for that meal to be incorrect as well because you 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 don't know like you know on that day you may decide i'm gonna just uh, sneakily add in a 400 calorie dessert that you didn't plan for but if you allow for that buffer or you planned ahead you can then kind of restrict the calories that you may eat throughout the rest of the day so anyway moving on that's that's what i mean by planning ahead and that's why it's important and there's a few things that you should kind of um consider especially if you're tracking calories that there's going to be a margin of error so even if you planned ahead and you've gone oh you know 900 calories i'm going to be eating like i said you may just decide to order a dessert or the chef may be a bit heavy-handed that day and put i don't know two teaspoons tablespoons of butter instead of one at what they they've kind of accounted their nutrition for and it's a little bit oilier that day and your calories a little higher you you're not in control that day do you see what I mean you're not making the meal so you have to allow for a bit of a error and then if you plan ahead you can you can adjust for those things um yeah and I also mentioned about the like for like swaps. You you may be someone who's going, oh, but I'm going to a restaurant that's quite bespoke or, uh, you know, doesn't typically have calorie information. There are apps like MyFitnessPal that have a big, big database where people have home cooked meals. Um, like let's say you're going for a, I don't know, a Thai dinner. Most Thai restaurants may not have like calories available, but people do make these meals at home. So let's say you put red Thai curry there may be a supermarket red Thai curry that you could replace it with and just add in a few extra calories for, uh, you know, buffer. That sort of thing is what I mean by like, you know, adjusting and planning ahead. You can't do that if you don't plan ahead. But what about, I hear you, I hear you. What about if it's a spur of the moment thing? What if you didn't know you were going out to eat a week in advance or even the day before or even the morning before? What if you were just out and about you something came up and you're going to eat out well there are a few things that you could do in this situation and this is what this part is all about so rather than planning ahead you're going to have to think on the spot and make smart choices while you're out and what i would say to everyone is if you're trying if you don't if you're not someone who's a mammoth of a person and what i mean by that is like you're someone who is heavy on the scale whether it's to do muscle or fat or whatever you are heavy on the scale and you don't have lots and lots of calories to play with. The heavier you are, the taller you are, the more likely you have larger amounts of calories to consume and still lose weight. So someone like me who's quite short, quite light, can like has to eat like anywhere from like, I don't know, 1400 calories to 1800 calories to lose weight, which is, it's an okay amount, but it's for most people who, you know, tend to are bigger than me or taller than me will eat a lot more than that and that's like a very very small portion for them so for those types of people you you can you know be you have a lot of calories to play with i know people who lose weight at like three thousand calories and they can you know just pick anything off the menu and still be fine because they they haven't eaten much through the rest of the day however if you're not as lucky what i would recommend is going for mainly protein based options as the base of your meal so when you look at the menu rather than going oh pizzas if it's a spur of the moment thing and you haven't accounted for it and you need to kind of be calorie conscious pick the lower calorie options on the plate on the meal menu and that's typically going to be the things like meats um, lean meats or salads and that sort of thing or the vegetables m- meals that are made up of those sorts of things so 
pick your protein and your veg or salad as your base of your meal bulk that out and then think about carbs or fats and the reason why i say carbs or fats is both of them or having like a high fat high carb meal like for example chips pizza both of them contain fats and carbs will drastically up the calories whereas if you pick something like grilled chicken with some vegetables and roasted potatoes or new potatoes or whatever you're more likely to have the lower fat like it's going to be a lower fat meal meaning that the main calories are going to come from protein and carbs that meaning that is going to be a lot lower in calories than if you picked french fries instead of like new potatoes so that is what i mean pick be sensible about your options go for the protein go for the like kind of salads the filling things that are high in volume there's lots of it on the plate but not lots of calories on your plate if that makes sense what i would also suggest is avoiding starters and desserts and just go for a main or pick i don't know just a dessert or just a star and if you have more calories to play with then pick like one two courses as opposed to three courses so pick a starter and a main or a starter and a dessert or you know i don't have to go through all the uh, options but that's what i mean and the reason why i say this again is because it just lowers the calories less food consumed is lowering the calories meaning that you're more likely to be hitting your goals for that day um, and not overeating and the other thing is there are always lower calorie options um to compare from so most restaurants are quite aware that people are health conscious now they they want um basically they want to indulge but they also want options of lower calories if they feel free they, if they if that's their choice so things like prawns on the um that grilled prawns on them um starters will be there as well as like some deep fried something and so that you can eat lower calories if you wanted to so it's just a bit a case of applying some discipline while something may be much tastier if it is typically higher in calories because there's lots of fat and other things thrown in the lower calorie option while it will be tasty still it's going to be better for your goals so just pick that so even with desserts like while there may be chocolate cake and ice cream on the side there may also be some sorbets which typically would just be carbs as opposed to carbs and fats and typically lower in car- um calories so that's what i mean pick, pick, be kind of selective about your choices avoid like lots of courses avoid really high calorie options the other thing is drinks drinks rack up on calories quite easily so be mindful about your drink options if you're going for a a meal and it's a spur of the moment thing you haven't planned for it try not to have things like cocktails uh sugary drinks high fizzy drinks um high calorie fizzy drinks is what i meant to say alcohol not that these things aren't you can't get low calorie options but you have to remember these are also highly palatable things typically like most people if they have a cocktail may want more because it tastes so good or if they have an alcoholic drink may want one more than just the one so why why not save on something that is not going to fill you up as much as food would and be strategic about where you're picking your battles remember you haven't planned for this so you need to kind of be a bit more restrictive in what you're choosing off the menu so i'm not saying you can't ever have 
alcohol or sugary drinks or things like that. Just drinks is typically one place where I can you can easily save on calories by picking like a zero calorie sugar free fizzy drink and carbonated drinks can fill you up as well, which is a bonus tip or just simply water, you know, just getting into the habit of having something that doesn't taste like sweetness and, um, you know, doesn't have that kind of, it doesn't give you like a dopamine rush of when you're drinking it will help you kind of practice more satiety and relying on those um, impulses that you naturally have. Like, you know, I'm feeling full of this water as opposed to needing to have lots and lots of sugar. So water is just the best way to go at most mealtimes as it is. And you can have lots and lots of it to fill you up alongside food. I'm not saying just drink water to fill you up, but alongside food and avoid you from overeating because you know there's no calories in that water. So the other thing to be aware of when you're out and about um, off like kind of just spur of the moment is condiments, oils, sugars, sauces, and cooking methods, you know, something that's grilled as opposed to deep fried um, or like bathed in butter is going to be a lot lower in calories. So th- just be aware of cooking methods and remember to ask questions. You, if you don't know, if the menu just says chicken, uh, then ask, how is this chicken cooked? You know, you're the consumer, you're the person paying the money. So you are not in charge. I'm not saying like the customer's always in charge and customer's always right. Well, in most cases they are, um, depending on the business you go to. But you have every right to ask questions and be picky to a certain extent without someone spitting in your food. <laughs> Hopefully you don't go to restaurants where that might happen. Anyway, you have the option to do to be a bit picky and also ask for it to be cooked the way you want. So if the potatoes are usually... I don't know, let's say the green beans are usually fried in butter. You could ask for them to be boiled and hold the butter. It's totally up to you. I do it a lot when I'm having things like corn on the cob. I ask them butter on the side or sauce on the side and then I can choose how much I put on. These are things that you you can do at a restaurant, especially when you haven't planned for those calories. So... The final thing you can do is if you don't know what you're going to eat or you just want to indulge a little bit while you're out, do damage control after. Now, I'm not, this is where, you know, my advice about like, if you're someone who has a poor relationship with food, please kind of don't take this advice. Take this advice with a pinch of salt is what I'm trying to get at. What I mean by damage control after is not starving yourself or punishing yourself because you ate something or you ate overate a little bit. What I'm talking about is mindfully being aware that I ate a lot of food today. Maybe tomorrow I should just eat a little bit less or eat something a bit healthier and and doing it consciously with a positive mind, not with you know self-hatred or just... You know, it's like basically sitting down all day and then next day going, you know, I'm going to go for a long walk because over the weekend I was lazy and I was a slob. You didn't do it out of punishment. You almost did it out of reward, out of taking care of everybody. And it's the same mindset I'm trying to trying to suggest to have with this damage control after in terms of damage control is probably not the right term to use to promote a healthy, positive relationship with food. But let's say you overindulge, you overrate then the next day slightly maybe under eat or just reduce your calories or, or just be a bit more mindful about how much you're eating. 
is what I'm trying to get at. So those are the two main things I had to say in terms of plan. And if you are out just randomly, those are the main things, but some other things that you need to consider. So I've already spoken about this, but hidden calories, like there's always error when you're going out to eat, whether it's through like the, the chef being a bit heavy handed or, you know, I don't know, the chicken breast, they didn't weigh it. <laughs> they just put a chicken breast on and sometimes you get a bigger portion, sometimes you get a smaller portion. When you get fries when you're out, sometimes you're lucky and you get a, someone's been a bit heavy handed. These are things you can't account for when you're in a restaurant. And also when you are tracking, if you, let's say you've gone to a pizza restaurant and they've drizzled olive oil all over the top of the pizza and you go somewhere else and they don't do that, but you've tracked from the place that doesn't normally do that, then you know, you're, there's going to be a margin of error in your in your meal, or the you know that that's what I'm trying to get. Be aware of this and maybe add ten percent extra, or you know, just be mindful that there's going to be at least ten percent error in that. Either way, as well, not just up. It could be down. The other thing is, don't go hungry to a restaurant. So, the reason why I say don't go hungry is because whether you have a game plan, whether you've tracked your calories 31 days in advance and you know exactly what you're going to order when you're going out to eat and you've done really well, if you are starving and you see chocolate cake on the menu and you see all these trigger foods that normally get you to really get your appetite going, you are going to find it difficult to control yourself. You're going to have to exert a lot of willpower. So, why not just save yourself that, that that hassle and just go a little bit more full? And the way you can do that is not by just eating loads of calories. It's, there's things like that are proven to help with satiety and control hunger. So things like coffee, things like a protein shake or a protein dense meal, vegetables, fruit, um, water, drinking enough, being hydrated. There's so many things that you could do to make sure that you're a little bit more satiated, a little bit more full before you go out to eat. And that is my top tip for you. The other thing you could do is think of actually alternative ways. So like if you if you if you listen to me at the start and thought, you know what? Every time I go out to eat, I bugger it up, whether I plan for it, whether I you know, you just really are in a and you've been doing really well, you're in a good place and you really aren't bothered about whether you go out to eat or not you're not like a huge foodie and you get lots of joy from being out to eat, why not think of an alternative way to meet up with your friends? Why not think of an alternative thing that you could do? And here's the kicker. Like yesterday, I went out with my family. Like we're basically trying to eat well as well. And also we wanted to just go outdoors rather than to a restaurant. So what we did was we made dinner at home. We took it out to the park and we ate dinner in the park. And it was amazing because it's midweek. It was very quiet at the park that we went to. It's normally really busy there. And it was just so nice to be eating on a blanket out in the nature with my children and my partner. It was just lovely. And we're going to do it again tonight, actually, because we enjoyed it so much. Now, that is a really easy way, an alternative way to meet up with friends where you control the situation. You take the food with you as opposed to getting it out. You then are in control. So if you're someone who just struggles when you're going out to eat, these are things you could do. Or just skip the food thing altogether and do an activity-based, um, you know, meet up or something socializing. 
you have control. The other thing is not worrying what people think about you. So when you go out to eat, it's very easy to, you know, be like, oh, you know, this person's going to think that I'm on a diet or I'm I'm going to get all my friends think of me like, you know, oh, they're doing it again and they're going to fail again. And, you know, having these judgmental things and, um, you know, we have those friends, we have those people's and people in our lives that you care, you care about, you love, but they're just not always the most supportive or, you know, they egg you on to do things that you may not want to. This is where you need to be a bit stronger and not worry about what they think. Ultimately, you have to remember is if you're successful in what you're trying to do and you you know your why, you know what you, this is really important to you. You have to remember that if you get to this goal, you achieve this goal, it's very likely that these same people who put you down or may be judging you are going to ask you for help one day. And you just need to keep that narrow tunnel vision of your goal and not put the blinkers on, not worry about everybody else. Now, I always say this to everybody, is that you can talk yourself into doing anything you want. And what I mean by that is, while like, you know, these people may be whispering in your ear like, you know, order the cake with me, I really want a cake, especially when it's just two of you, it's very difficult to do that, um, to say no in a situation like that. You can talk yourself into anything. You could just go, oh, you know, they, they really want this cake. Um, I just want to be a nice friend. I don't want to be confrontational. I'm going to, I'm going to get it. Or you can go, you know, my needs are just as important as theirs. I'm, I deserve to be happy. You know, I really, really, I'm doing really well right now. And I just don't want to order this cake with them. Do you see what I mean? Like you could literally talk yourself into making any decision you want. You just have to listen to the, the basically who you feed, the voice you feed is what you're going to take action on. So you can either, you know, feed the voice that you feed the part of you that wants to make a decision to do something that you is not going to support your goals or one that will. It's up to you. The choice is totally yours. And a, a really easy way, a really good tip to um, help you make this decision is something I say to a lot of people. Rather than thinking about how you feel now, you know, or like feeling like in in a situation now, let's say you're at a party, not even at a restaurant and you're eating out as barbecue, you picture healthy food and then, you know, someone brings out the cake and you're like, oh, I, I want to go get that cake. You could think about how you feel now and, you know, I'm missing out on that cake or you could think about how you're going to feel or how you want to feel in the future. You know, I want to feel in control of my body. I want to finally feel like I can get ready in the morning without worrying about the way I look. I want to lose weight so I can have more energy and, um, you know, more stamina and to run around with my children and not feel like I'm holding them back in life by saying, I can't go on that walk with you. I can't go to the park because I'm too tired. These are all things that you need to think about as opposed to in that moment about missing out on that kick. Um, and you have to also remember is that in the situation, something feels like oh, fear of missing out, you know, like you get that FOMO feeling, but remember if it, unless it's like a really big celebration or once in a lifetime where you're going to a restaurant, that's incredible. You're probably not going to go there again for a very long time or ever. You're going to get to experience that again. And you could experience that when you are able to eat more calories, when you are maintaining your weight as opposed to trying to lose weight or trying to achieve a specific goal. And you can 
enjoy yourself then or you can then have it then you never it's not like you're missing out completely you can and especially in situations like parties and going out to eat with friends it's not the food that is giving you the experience it's being present and being with the people do you get what i mean so put your value on that as opposed to the food and you may just make the decisions that you want to make the other thing i would suggest is be flexible on yourself while i have said all this about you know being disciplined and talking yourself into making decisions also be flexible don't be so rigid like you know you could set a plan and someone something someone just a friend goes you know i really just don't want to eat at that restaurant can we eat here and all the other friends go yeah and you're just left going but i plan to eat there i've worked out my calories i've done this. it happens just go with the flow like sometimes life throws you curveballs and you just have to kind of roll with the punches like i said at the start of this episode good good way to bring it back full circle good place to come to an end as well so just kind of be a bit more flexible allow for these changes that are going to be th- the more rigid you are the more stressed you're going to feel and the last thing you need to feel is stressed about nutrition one meal is not going to end the world like one meal is not going to throw you off the track it's not going to derail your progress if you've been consistent for so long let's say even if it's just two weeks one meal is not going to harm that and what you can literally do is either do damage control or literally just flick the switch i was you know a little bit off it on the goal front i didn't quite meet the goals i needed to but from the very next meal the food that i put in my mouth i'll be back on it you're not it's not like a yo-yo of like it doesn't need to turn into a downward spiral it could be a little blip and that's it and leave it in the past and just move on so i hope that you have found a lot of value in that episode if you have please let us know please share this with one friend you know we really really do appreciate it we don't have like a massive budget when it comes to these podcasts we actually lose money on these podcasts recording these podcasts because we pay someone to edit them and things like that so what we would love for you to do is just share it with one person that you find you think that this will be beneficial to you. and if you don't feel comfortable cuz we understand we talk about things that are like helping you with fat loss <laughs> you're not necessarily going to want to go hey check this podcast out i think you'll really benefit from it because you're struggling with your nutrition what we what an easy way to do is just go into your screenshot this now go into your stories tag me at vin and beyond and body and beyond uk and just say to you know all of your friends on instagram just go hey guys just check this podcast episode out i loved it and i think you will too and they can then go and find it on their own so with that said thank you very much for listening over and out i hope you've really found value in that episode <laughs>